Hey guys, we are the Let's Talk 20s podcast. I am your host, Tanner. I am one of the co-hosts, Connor. And I'm your other co-host, GT. Guys, this podcast is centered around common themes that people in their 20s may be going through, whether it's anxiety, depression, other mental health things, relationships, and so much more. It's all about things that we're all going through together. We may think we're going through it individually, but the point of this podcast is bringing light to things that we're all going through together. But we can't wait for you guys to hear about our thoughts with this. We upload weekly episodes every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. sharp. So please tune into that if you'd like to hear the episodes. We also all come together every week for a different topic, and we each share our perspective on that three times a week. So please look forward to those as well. And you guys can find us on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts at Let's Talk 20s Podcast. We look forward to seeing you guys soon. And with that being said, please enjoy this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Let's Talk 20s podcast episode, whatever it is, somewhere down the line. It's It's been a few weeks, I apologize. I actually had not COVID, not the flu, but whatever it was that had me a stomach bug or whatever that had me down for a week. And then it was Valentine's out. Day happened and, you know, so a lot of things happened, but we're back. It's just GT and I. If you guys listen to the last episode, unfortunately, Connor took a step away from the podcast, at least for the time being he has some personal stuff coming on in life he's trying to get some things lined up and do his thing so connor if you're listening we love you man we miss you and it's it's gt and i moving forward and i don't think i don't think we're really gonna skip too many steps here i mean connor had fantastic perspectives and i honestly like podcasts with three people but gt and i we're still gonna try to keep the format somewhat similar maybe spice it up with just the two of us, but hopefully we can still provide some decent content for you guys, whatever we decide to do. But Absolutely. Topic for today, yeah, and then I'm going to ask you, how you doing, GT? We got to catch up. The reason why I want to talk about this is because we've got, we've kind of beat around the bush with this topic several times, talking about self-talk, talking about how we view ourselves and the way we carry ourselves as people trying to figure out what's going on in life. But the fine line of self-criticism versus negativity, I think, is is one that's very important because I know sometimes I kind of intermingle the two, and it's very easy to go down a rabbit hole of negativity and negative self-talk versus just criticizing yourself and maybe realizing that you just maybe need to change a thing or two, improve a thing or two. But we're going to get into all that. But first off, GT, what's been going on the last two weeks? Man, Valentine's Day, Man, you had all kinds of stuff going busy. on. Yeah. Dude, I just... Talk about, so for all you listeners, my girlfriend and I, her birthday is the 11th, our anniversary is the 12th, and then two days later is the 14th of February, that is the Valentine's Day that we all know, and sometimes a lot of people really do not like, but hey, that's, dude, can you, that might be a hot topic, think about that. You're gonna... How you feel about Valentine's Day? Dude, I feel like that would be so half and half. Yeah, that's definitely... And I'm in a similar that's... boat as you because Cam's birthday is the 17th, so... Yeah. So like, Dude, how'd that Sometimes go? we can combine, but sometimes we can't. It was good, I'm man. Saying. It was good. It was good. Her uh, her sister came in town. Her sister yeah, yeah. still in college, so... She came into town, and the three of us spent the whole day shopping, and uh, you know, I was just following them around, letting them... I was about to say, you shopping? Fuck no. I must say, you, know, you going in the little boutiques? <laughs> no, that's what anyway, we went there. We went to a plant store. Cameron got like fucking. Plant. I don't even know. Bro, she's so into all that. Oh hey, good for her. Goodness. You know, she loves that. Me personally, Addison's do I need 14 same. plants? I don't need 14 no. plants. 
No, but, <laughs> I just go outside. God love it though. And but, I don't have to pay for those. I get those for free. No. To answer your question, yeah. some of people Day. pay like 30, 40 bucks per one plane. Oh no, Cameron spent more than that this weekend. Per plant? Yeah, there's two of Dude. them. That she wants that, man. That's what she wants. Oh my gosh, where, she, where does she put that? Between her mom and dad's house. She's don't got, tell me like, it's in the bedroom. Oh, there's some in the bedroom, some in the family room. To answer your question, Valentine's Day. I think it's a great way to express your love for your partner. But I'll be honest, I think the whole asking to be a Valentine and all that stuff sometimes can get a little out of out of hand. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm always down to celebrate her or us together yeah, and all that. Absolutely. but. Man, and, and then it's like, the, I feel like the price of everything every year goes up and up and up. Like, I went to Kroger to get her flowers on the 13th or whatever, the day before, because I thought mm-hmm. they would run out the day of Valentine's Day. And dude, it's like 30 bucks for a decent bouquet of roses. Are you serious? Was it not that expensive where you are? Oh my god, dude. Like, oh, no. yeah. So... Yeah. It's not cheap, dude. They they just keep going up and up. The topic today, GT, self-criticism versus negativity. Okay. We have talked about how we talk to ourselves. We've, we've had an episode titled Self-Talk before. Mm-hmm. And I know you've kind of talked about your approach to the way you talk to yourself, especially recently. Mm-hmm. So if you don't mind, just briefly, for people maybe who didn't listen to the episode, how is your relationship with yourself in terms of how you talk to yourself and kind of value yourself in your own headspace i would say to keep it brief i used to be very negative and harsh on myself and while i'm not gonna be on here saying i'm still not harsh on myself sometimes i'd be lying but i would say it's been significantly healthier than what it used to be i used to not really give myself the confidence to give myself the credit that I deserve and I worked hard for. Mm-hmm. And I just kept always wanting to be better and better than everybody else, but I didn't even celebrate those little wins and just those little boosts of confidence. But I think it's an ongoing learning process of different ways to talk to myself within different situations that come about and come to life. So just learning day in day out so that's just something that that's how i go about it and how i look at it what about you like because i really love your whole life story tanner take the floor i really want to hear like how you've gotten to where you are yeah i I definitely have bad days still i i wish i could lie or pretend that i'm always nice to myself and i always tend to think positively on situations or how I view myself, but that that I just can't bullshit. Overall, though, it, it is pretty positive for the most part. And that, that's partly because of, honestly, the setbacks and failures that I've experienced and life experience I've had in the last few years. I think that once you kind of fall off your high horse and realize that once a failure that maybe actually affects you and you really have to kind of have a little life reset in some way or fashion, it makes you realize that once you push past them, wow, that wasn't the end all be all. The negativity that you put yourself through, how much you hated yourself initially when you experienced a failure, whether it's getting laid off of work, getting broken up or cheated on, what's some other common ones, you know, 
maybe having to drop out of, of school, college, or maybe mm-hmm. even just failing a class oh, in general. Suspended. <laughs> yeah. Getting suspended. Yeah. And you know that. And so like you go from that space of how can you even remotely talk to yourself or view yourself in a positive way? You you can't. You you, you hate it's, yourself. It's hard. Yeah, or you, I shouldn't say you hate yourself, but you really don't like yourself in the moment. No, you're not it's, proud of anything you no. did or are doing. No. So once you're able to kind of heal past that situation, you realize that that wasn't the end all be all and all that negativity and all the self doubt you have with yourself really wasn't worth it or or it didn't benefit you in any way. So to bring it back, when I had that setback and I had that experience, it made me realize that I really shouldn't be so quick to judge myself, just like how I shouldn't be so quick to judge others. And I should treat myself with the same respect and dignity that I view other people in or that the people in my life experience from my relationship with them. So it's better. But like you said, I think it's a, a daily weekly, monthly, you know, you got to check in with yourself. And I've gotten way more uh, self-aware, conscious of of when I'm starting to go down that rabbit hole of maybe my mental state or the way that I'm talking to myself mm-hmm. or being myself is, is kind of going down. But I think that's a big thing, just kind of knowing and checking in with yourself and being realistic. I, I definitely agree. But one thing that like I really resonate with is because for all the viewers, all the fans, everybody, they all know that we're we're high school best friends, and we've been best friends since the first Sunday we met at church. And something that I really felt from you when I first met you was I was like, okay, he really knows himself more than others, especially in high school when like that's the time when we really don't know each other. And in our twenties, like you've always had a more stronger foundation of who you are even though you are hard on yourself and that's something mm-hmm. that i've always admired and it's something that i see a lot of growth and we always talk about trials and tribulations and i think that maybe be, do you think it's because earlier on those trials and tribulations is that why you've had more of a foundation while also being hard on yourself or do you think that gave you more hard times back then We interrupt this podcast for a quick word from our sponsors. Hey guys, something that we talk about in the podcast several times, and it's a theme that goes on throughout the podcast, is mental health and how important therapy services can be for you, especially in your 20s, as we're trying to figure this thing out called life. So that's why I would like to thank our sponsor for this podcast, BetterHelp. If you guys do not know who BetterHelp is, they are an online therapy service, the world's largest, with over 20,000 licensed therapists that are conveniently placed for you. All you do is fill a questionnaire and they try to match you with a therapist based on your wants and needs. And if you happen to not like that therapist, you can absolutely switch to as many therapists as you want to find a perfect one for you at no additional charge. You guys have a 24-7 text line with a BetterHelp service, a weekly video chat with your therapist, and much more included in this. Rather than in-person therapy, which some people may feel a little intimidated by this therapy on the go concept, I think is brilliant, especially for people in their 20s who love the convenience and would rather have therapy at their own expense rather than having to go to a uh, therapist in person. Guys, I think this is a great solution for a lot of people who listen to the podcast. I know that there are several people that I know who have used this online therapy service with BetterHelp, and it is fantastic. So if you guys are interested, Visit BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Let's Talk 20s podcast 
to receive 10% off your guys' first month of therapy. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Let's Talk 20s. Guys, I appreciate you listening to the sponsor, and let's get back to the podcast. Yeah, well, first off, thank you for that compliment, dude. I don't think I don't think I've really ever been complimented on that, so that, that truly does mean a lot. To answer your question, I, I do think that the stuff I experienced when I was a younger teenager and having to maybe mature a little bit sooner than most people my age did play a good role in, in terms of how I view myself. And I think moving around a lot and just having my sister and I having to be best friends with each other, but really it was like I had to be best friends with myself and learn how to entertain myself as a kid because, dude, it was hard making friends in general, but especially how often we moved. It was like as soon as I had my foundation of friends established and I really felt like I belonged, I would have I moved to a different state. So like I always had to have somewhat of a healthy relationship with myself because at times I felt like that. I was the only person that I had around, you know, my, my sister, mm-hmm. and my parents, of course. So I, I do think that the trials and tribulations did play a role, but I've always just, I've always felt like through life, the only person that you truly, truly know a hundred percent of the time is yourself. And Absolutely. whether that's a surface level statement or for some people, a profound thought is something for me that it made me realize that, wow. If I'm the only person that I know 100% of the time and can truly control, the only person I can truly control, then I want to try to practice and learn to the best of my ability and adapt over time of how am I going to continue to love myself as I change physically, mentally, my environment's changing. So like, how am I going to adapt with what I'm going through in life, but keeping the kind of positive mindset and continue to move forward? So it's kind of like a combination to answer your question. And I want to ask you the same question. And then in return, maybe if that's not it for you, how much did your parents play a role in terms of how you viewed yourself as a child Did they instill or kind of tell you to always love yourself or, you know, the all those kind of sayings or, or life lessons as a child to help you realize that as you grew older? Yeah, no, first off, I really liked that I thought you would answer kind of like that but i do like the little things that you added in i i think that's a beautiful answer as far as for me i think it's my parents definitely were very very loving and very caring and always wanted the best for me and always like hey you know you need to love yourself and it was tough you know growing up because i was the kid who i got bullied a lot and something where I was a short chubby and I was a greasy kid. I mean, I was strong, like I was a strong kid and it was something that I was strong, but I didn't see myself as a strong kid. Like I looked at myself as what people were saying. And I think like that's where the topic of self-criticism, which I was not giving myself any self-constructive criticism, but I was giving myself negativity and I and I don't want to answer all that because we'll get down to that later in the sh- in the episode. But definitely, I wish I gave myself more of that. And I kind of didn't really like to listen to my parents because I always thought that, yeah, they want what's best for me. But at the same time, like, they aren't me. I think a lot of people will try to say, oh, I know exactly how you feel. Oh, really? You really know how I feel. And that's not me saying I grew up 
in a bad situation. I grew up very blessed, but at the same time, I think everyone needs to be a little sensitive to other people's. And I think, and I love my parents, but to answer your question head on, I think they try to hold my hand a little bit too much. And mm. I didn't get to just do me and I didn't get to learn things on my own immediately. And I, and at the time as a kid, you don't really see that. But as you grow older, I think that's something that I wish that I just, they let me do my thing. So that way I could learn those things earlier on so I could get a better foundation later on in life. But now that I look at it, you know, everyone's life is different. But I think they just didn't let me flap my own wings when they were trying to flap my wings for me. So I wasn't able to soar. Do you think that I want to bring it back to something you said about you wish that or maybe your parents kind of held your hand a little too much? What do you think is more important? Do you think people telling you from their own experience or people trying to look out for you when you're younger is as important or more important than you learning things on your own growing up in order to figure out where your line is with yourself in terms of how you view yourself and talk to yourself and love yourself? I know you're going to say it's a combination of both, but because you're you are acting like more so that you wish you were able to experience things on your own. You think that you would have maybe had more benefits if you were able to just kind of figure things out on your own and then kind of mm -hmm. evaluate and learn yourself. And I, I would agree with you, but then maybe some people or some parents even would say that if I've gone through something and I can prevent you from experiencing how I felt and I can mm -hmm. just tell you how it is, then let me do that instead. Let me save you the... Yeah. So what do you think? I think it's knowing someone to a certain degree, but not trying to have too much of an influence, knowing when to back off. And that's something that, that's, that's hard. That is not an easy task by no means. Right. But I think it's something that, yes, me personally, yeah, I, I learn a little bit better when it's, when I'm doing it. But if you were holding my hand, like, I'm not going to learn it. I'm not going to be able to fully absorb it like a sponge. Like, I'm not going to be able to fully feel everything from it to where if my hand was being held, I, I don't think I would take it as serious or fully un like understand everything about it. But, I mean, that's, that's just me personally. But yeah. also, I think it's give a little bit, like, here and there. Don't try to just spew so much on somebody. I mean, some people are like that. I mean, it's really just knowing your audience. So would you think, is it fair to say for you that you think that in terms of the influence of your way of either self-negativity or self-criticism is more so influence about how your personal experiences and how you view yourself is versus your environment? Because I think those are kind of the two big umbrellas is how's your environment, your, your upbringing, mm -hmm. the the friends that you're around, how does that influence how you view yourself ultimately versus, hey, I'm GT and I like myself or I don't like myself. And that's just the way I feel. Which one is it? I think it's going through things and really thinking about your different actions, sayings. I think that's your personal thing because 
it's your game of life. I think it's more of your personal experiences. And obviously, I think your environment has absolutely influence. But at the end of the day, it comes down to you. And if someone says your environment is the only reason why you are the way you are, then you are lying. You are lying out of your damn mouth. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree with yourself because ultimately it's it's how you allow things to affect you and you're the only one that can make the decision to let something hurt you or affect you or not. Yeah, someone can piss you off or whatever, but at the same time you allow them to piss you off. You know what I mean? So at the same time, I will say there's obviously additional resistance and obviously the psychology behind of maybe if you grew up in a bad environment and the way that your parents or family felt about themselves, that can definitely project onto how you may psychologically view yourself. But if you wanted to make the change, you're the only one who can make the change. And I think it's still possible to reduce, minimize, or try to get rid of that that uh, away yourself you know it's possible to reverse that mm-hmm. so I, I would agree with you in terms of saying that the way you view yourself and how you talk to yourself ultimately is your decision and under your influence so which is so it, would you say the same side because especially you like your environment changed a lot so would yeah. you say like it was more of like your foundation in your own personal time or I mean, yeah, your environment's going to influence you, right? I mean, that that's a given. And I know we would both say both if that was a, a true answer choice. But if we're picking one or the other, I would say it's definitely if it's your own life or if you have the mentality of I'm my own person, I, I want to control my own life, then yes, ultimately, it's going to be how you view yourself and talk to yourself and everything. That's going to have the biggest influence. And I think that's probably the mentality for most people especially as they get older right they move away from college and stuff and you realize wow like i I can be my own self or i need to figure out who i am myself right that's probably the better question is man i need to figure out now that i'm away from home who am i and how do i actually handle myself in general responsibility accountability maturity self-love all the above so i mean i think maybe that's a better question to ask and most people would agree with that statement i think yeah, no, it's so as you were talking, I, I love it. I thought of a question that really I've asked myself and I really because I like to think back on some things and really truly understand and feel different feelings that and emotions that I might have had before, you know, as long mm-hmm. as they're positive. If they're negative, like I've said, I've said it so many times on this show. If it's negative, I learn from it. I take the positive from it, but I leave the negatives. I'm not carrying that baggage, and we've talked about it. Yeah. But as you were talking, my question mm-hmm. is, what is a quote or a piece or phrase or something that you think of that when something gets, when an obstacle comes along or or maybe there's a hard time in life. Is there something that resonates? Let your mind and imagination go wild. I want to know inside the inside Tanner's mind. Well, it's it's pretty boring. My answer would be that as much as I like inspirational stuff, the whole David Goggins mentality, name anyone else, or even any sports movie or something that has some sort of inspiration, as much as that can influence me temporarily, there's really nothing that specifically resonates with me. My motivation or when I'm in times of self-doubt or I'm really negative on myself 
is honestly, JT, I do reflection of a pastime for myself where I was really, really, really down. And I felt the same way then or even worse mm-hmm. back then and realized that I clawed out of that hole and to think of everything that I've done significant or in- insignificant up to this point and to really realize that I'm here for a reason. And as much as I don't like the way I feel right now, or I don't like what's going on in my life right now, you can't expect change without making a change. I guess that can be a decent quote Love too, that. is, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you, you can't expect something to be done without you not doing anything. So I I think if you want change or if you're going through a place where you have negative self-talk or not, you're not being self-critical, you're being very negative, make a change and make a small change and give it some time and don't expect immediate results right then and there. And I'm not talking about one thing specifically, but I just think in general, because a mindset and mentality is something that's very volatile and something very small can trigger you for good or for bad. And so if you make those small changes and you're making some sort of progress, then you're you're doing yourself a favor. And I think that's something that you have to be grateful for because I think that just like anything else, we want that immediate gratification. We want to be completely mm-hmm. fixed. But unfortunately, a bad habit like being negative on yourself and really critical on yourself, that takes time to heal. That That is a deep wound that takes a lot of practice and self-control and you're going to slip up. But to answer your question, I think about something in my past where I dug myself out of a hole or in the past of when I thought it was the end all be all and it ended up not being it. It's the same thing for this situation. So yeah, just kind of seeing where you're at. Like after something happens, you're like, Hey, I could be where I was this time long ago, but look at where I've climbed to where I've, evolved to and risen yeah. above and got to yeah That's... i mean i know it's not the most fa- fancy answer i wish i had a, a quote that i could tell everyone but that would be my answer what about you because i know you you eat that shit up bro you got the steve Dude. harvey david goggins oh man you got Dude. all those voices oh, in your head. skin growing yeah i think it's definitely i love those two but I, i'm gonna go i'm throwing a curveball here it's actually when i was talking with you it was me and you. We were on the phone. I was in South Carolina with Addison and her family, right? There was South Carolina game. We were in South Carolina, and I called you. And this was, like, I think way before we even started, like, being the foundation of Let's Talk 20s podcast. It was when I said, it's a self-quote. And this is not trying to put myself like, oh, I'm better than David Gogg and Steve Harvey. So don't come at me, people. Leave me alone, okay? All right? Don't start that. I'm not here to do that. You can go argue with yourselves. All right? I'm not here to do this. But, and I know you remember this. I said, why are you going to let other people write in your autobiography? Why are you going to let them influence what you're writing in your own book of life? When your autobiography, when you can truly be yourself, you then write the true details and a true beautiful story and an amazing novel of your own life, which separates you, separates your book of life from being just another book. Why would you ever let someone ruin the beautiful story of your life that people can enjoy and love and see inspiration and growth and have that feeling of having 
tingles in your body instead of going, ah, oh, that one has shit stains on it, has coffee stains and whoa, all that From on your, it. Just a random you, book. <laughs> Think about that. If you're wiping, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, if, if you're if you're using a book to wipe your ass and there's shit stains on your book, you're low. That's low. That's another level. Just to clarify, you said that's... that you said shit stains, coffee stains, and I just want to reiterate. Apparently, there's people out there that are using books to wipe their ass, and if you are, you hey, there's homeless people nasty. out there. Sometimes there's a book. Oh, come on, bro. Don't say. Book. Come on, don't don't make me feel bad. Fuck you. I'm not. No, no, yes. fuck you. No, you, you know what you did. <laughs> you know what you did. No, I remember think that. about it. Like I do remember that. And I, I remember what I was going through. <clears throat> and it was towards the end of college. Mentally, that was one of the lowest, if not the lowest, points of my life in terms of how I viewed myself and not knowing what's next and feeling like a fuck-up, a failure. Uh, all I'm doing is working 60 hours and being a full-time student, and I can barely afford to eat. Well, not really, but barely getting by essentially low money in my pocket afterwards yeah i remember that yeah i th- I think i think that's a good quote and i think that kind of alludes to what we said previously about how it's your environment or yourself and really like you said how it's a autobiography why are you going to let other people try to dictate what's written on those pages perfectly sums up that viewpoint of of you can allow things to influence you so i want to ask you in terms of the self-criticism versus negativity because We've kind of talked about it, but I want to ask you the difference of those two now in your 20s, because as we mentioned, personal growth and self-growth in your 20s is absolutely crazy. So many life milestones that will happen in our 20s or have happened in our 20s, and we have to continue to evolve ourselves and our mentality. So what do you think the difference is between self-criticism versus negativity or self-negative talk, I should say? And how how do you ride that line? Do you fall into the negativity side sometimes? I think self-criticism is paraphrasing negativity into positive growth words and growth experiences instead of when you're faced with negative and negativity in front of you. That's how you get constructive criticism. You take that negative stuff. And you rework it, reword it, however you want to think about it. And you make it into something positive that you can then take action and do something about. That's how I look at it. Damn. I mean. What about you? I mean, what, I, like, what, what's going on? No, I was going to say the same thing. Because really the only difference between the negativity and self-criticism is how you're saying it to yourself. It's the delivery. And really what it is is maybe it's the same delivery. but one has an action behind it and another one is just words that you're letting fester inside your mind. And I love that. Dude, I love what you said. Seriously, we were, we were thinking the same thing because really that's what it is. The way you're viewing yourself when you're self-criticizing yourself, at least the way I do it, it's not necessarily a positive thing. It's taking maybe an embarrassing moment or a moment where I was, you know, talking. not, yeah, yeah. A moment where I was definitely not the best version of myself and I realized that first off is I'm realizing that that was not the best version of me, but how am I going to change that? Maybe not allow that to happen in the future or what can I control in order for that to possibly not happen again? I mean, it could happen in the future, but if there's something I can do in terms of action to prevent that from happening, then I'm going to, 
And that self-criticism is taking, like you said, the negative words and actually putting some thought into it of, of how to yeah. make yourself better from it. Intent instead of behind it. Intent. Purpose behind it. Come on. Got a sense of purpose and put intent Damn. behind it. I also, but like still going off of that, dude, like in our 20s, I think it's a lot of trials and tribulations. Like I think it's a lot of people, and this this is another hot take, right? Do you face more trials and tribulations in your teenage years or in your 20s? Think about that, dude. That's tough. If you're if you're talking about that's tough. I think it depends person to person. To be honest with you, I think I think that if in your teenage years you maybe were slightly more mature or you experienced a thing or two, and you're able to learn from that, then I think you're ahead of the the curve. But I know what you're saying because there are some of my friends in college that maybe didn't experience something that truly made them like have a little bit of a reset and they experienced that to college. And so they were really fucking flustered because, you know, you're at the age where you feel like you should have your shit together. And when you don't, and that thing hits you, you're like, it's like a double fuck up. You know what I mean? It's like less acceptable to, to Mm -hmm. be like that. So I think there's some additional pressure when you have that kind of trials and tribulations in your twenties, because you feel like, yeah, you've worked so hard to, figure yourself out and whether it's get your finances together your job together relationships blah 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 and then something falls through it's like man i've I've been busting my ass where at least when you're a teenager you're still kind of young you know you you make those mistakes and so what okay yeah go home you're you're not having nothing to worry about paying hundreds of dollars god forbid you don't have to worry about a case you don't have to worry about hospital bills but at the same time, though, like, you do grow a lot in your teenage years. So that's a tough one, GT. That's, I don't know. That's hard. But I think you're absolutely correct. I think it's definitely depends on person to person. I just, I thought about that and I was like, what the hell? Yeah, and you know like, what's going to happen? That's a type question. Oh, yeah. But, like, you know when we're in our 30s, so we're going to look back on our 20s and be like, those problems wow, we weren't even problems. Crap. Yeah. Was there a time where you flipped where you're like, okay, now is where like this negativity is going to be self-criticism and I'm going to be better at this? Or do you think it's slowly over time? Because I, while I do think, and I said it earlier, it's always evolving, but is there one time where you think like you flipped the switch? Yeah, honestly, dude, I think it was as I graduated and I made a decision to move up here because. I remember when I was in school and even my advisor would say that, you know, based on my GPA and everything and observation hours I couldn't get because of COVID, that there was 0% chance I would ever get into any grad school. And I remember even some of my professors tell me that like, wow, Tanner, you should really think about something else with this degree because I don't, I just don't want you to waste your time. And I was like, man, those are the few people that anyone understands what it takes or how it feels to be told that would be my teachers and advisors because they know I've been in class and trying my best. And so I remember all that. And then I remember graduating, having absolutely no idea what the fuck I was going to do. You know, the whole spiel. So I moved up here, had no idea, just wanted to be closer to Cameron and and there's nothing keeping me in Alabama. And then I found a job that was PT related. Then I found two jobs that was PT related. Then I retook some classes then I applied to some schools thinking I want to get in. Got some interviews. Okay, well I'm not gonna 
I'm not going to get in. I didn't do well in the interview. Then I got offered, and here I am. So it's like all these things where I was so negative, especially because people told me no and that I wouldn't make it, that I told myself that looking back of everything from where I was three years ago, scared little Tanner who had no fucking idea. And don't get me wrong, I'm not acing school. I mean, there's times where I struggle in school, and I still feel behind and on the lower end of the class, but I'm in, and I got here. So the self-criticism aren't. Yeah, so there is some self-criticism that happened from that negativity of, man, I'm going to fuck up to, okay, watch this. I'm going to try and just see what happens. The worst case is that it does end up not working out. And then I got a little hope, and I got a little more hope. I'm like, holy shit, maybe there's, maybe I can. Hold on it. Yeah, so it, it's all about, like I said, the small improvements, and then you see the little bit of results, and then you have that sliver of hope, and then that sliver of hope grows larger and larger. And then you notice the negativity goes away and the light comes in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that's the moment for me. But I know, and you know, that was my answer. And I already know your answer. I could give, I could already tell them the answer. But go ahead. You could tell them the story. But that's, I would say that's the one. Yeah. That's the one. And if you've listened to this podcast before, you know exactly where this is going. After freshman year. Felt so sad for myself, and I thought, why me? I don't deserve this. I worked hard. Why am I getting this? When in reality, it was a blessing. I thought it was the biggest curse that I was not playing Division One baseball, and I had academic scholarship. thought, wow, apparently God doesn't like me, and I'm, I don't deserve this. And... It was, sounds in, like entitlement, but it's not. I, I promise it's not. It was to where I felt so sad for myself. To where I, I go into depression. Like, dude, are you kidding me? But like, mm-hmm. and that's hard. And for anyone out there going through depression, we've said it many times. It, it's a dark thing, but I promise you, there is there's light at the end of the I think that's that is the turning point. Where I was like, this has got to stop. You got to stop being negative on yourself. You are your own worst enemy right now. You are being the hardest on yourself. And you're not even taking action. You're just letting it happen. Mm -hmm. And you want everyone to have your back and sympathy. You're not putting that change like you said earlier. You're not making it happen. You're feeling bad for yourself. And you're looking for other people to validate you. That is not how you live life. That's how you are going to live life. Let me tell you something. Your life is going to be, it's not going to be as fulfilling as it is. If you just take action and do yourself, and you will thank yourself later, you will be so much proud of yourself later on down the road. If you make that initiative, you go do it. You go do something about it. I promise you, you will. And if you don't, please come tell me, because I'd love to hear that story. And for you to really say that, that you aren't as proud or you aren't proud that you took the initiative and you changed something because you'd be lying through. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My, my advice to you guys is to, in terms of mitigating the negativity and trying to turn it into some self-criticism or not falling between that gray area, whatever came to your mind, are you able to take action on what you just thought about if the answer is no okay well it's just a negative thought don't let the words have weight and i know it's way easier said than done 
but practice and at least attempt to not allow those words to have weight because all it is is words. If the thought that came into your mind has some sort of a positive that can be possibly an action to prevent that in the future, then that's self-criticism. And there is a way that you can change that. And the only way to kind of improve that aspect of the self-criticism is to try to improve yourself. That You're critiquing yourself, but try to make a change and, and see if it's for better or for worse. But I think that's what's helped me is really try to dismiss something as, oh, it's just a, a dumb negative thought that comes to my mind. And as much as I hate that side of my brain, sometimes we can't control that part of ourselves. That That's just part of human nature. But if that negative thought was something where maybe there's something that you can do to change or improve yourself in order to not let that happen again or not allow that thought to cross your mind as frequently, then go on that route and try. And yes, there's going to be resistance along the way, but at least you're trying. And I promise if it turns out well, your mentality will shift. And next thing you know, self-love and positivity is going to become flooding in. But you're, you're great advice, too. We got to end the episode on that. That was curious out on the high notes, baby. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, whether it's a weekly or bi-weekly upload, I would like to do weekly, but life's in a way right now where we're, we're trying our do best. everything for you guys. I appreciate the the support that we had in our previous episode. It was really nice. Some people texted me in a video. I don't know if you got anyone reaching out to you about like, oh, great episode. It's good to see you back. But Dude, I got a few person. of those. It's like oh, if yeah? I see someone. They'll like they'll tell me about a specific episode that they really liked a lot, and I, dude, literally, I, and I told you this, and I told you and Connor this, and Connor, you like don't think just because you're not on this with us does not mean that you've had inspiration. People have told me bits and pieces about what everyone has said, and yeah. people have came up to me that I looked at as oh, dude, they're in like a high place, and they're like, hey what you guys said and what you said had a lot of inspiration and had a lot of helpful knowledge and helpful tips or tricks or just brought me up. And I mean, what, how does, how can you not feel good about that? Like a good warm feeling inside of you. I know what you're saying. It is really cool. And obviously we don't have the most amount of listeners or people who view it or anything like that, but even if it's just impacting one person or one person listens to it and whether they text us or reach out to any of us or don't, if it impacts them, you know, that fuck, that's, that's good enough for me, bro. That's all it is. That's strong. But uh, yeah. So thank you for the, the support on the most recent episode. We're going to try to be more consistent and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Let's Talk 20s podcast, self-criticism versus negativity. GT, where can they find us at? Guys. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That's right, guys. We appreciate the love and support. I hope you have a great week. I hope you have a great rest of your week, guys. Stay true, be you, and just do. And until the next one, guys. Come on. Peace. Bye.